Hey, Side Business Pros, I'm happy to announce that today you can go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com and you can register for some of our more relevant topics that we are covering right now in webinar format. That's right. So if you go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now, you can register for our webinar of the four mistakes high achieving employees make when building a side business. That's right. I want to cover the stuff that I wish somebody would have told me. You can go there right now. Go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now. Register for the actual webinar. You do not want to miss it. I'm going to cover all four and show you how to avoid them. But more importantly, some things you can do on the back end. So go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now. SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now. Let's get back to the show. Hey, my name is Chris Williams, and you are now listening to the Grow Your Side Business podcast. I help ambitious employees grow a profitable side business. If you haven't had an opportunity yet, go check out growyoursidebusiness.com where we've got all the content, the tips, the strategies, and more. You're in the right place at the right time, and we're here to help you grow a serious profitable side business. Let's listen to today's episode. Hey, what is going on, everybody? I hope you're doing well. Um, Man, I wanted to come on here as an impromptu. This is an impromptu conversation. Uh, just due to some things that I've been thinking about uh, as far as it relates to growing a business. Earlier today on Facebook, I did a post, a long form post. I shared about 19 different truths that I've recognized uh, from building a business um, in, in, in a lot of different contexts. And some of the things that I shared, well, it's going to take a little bit more uh, breaking down on some larger conversations. So what I thought was, hey, listen, I'll just go live. I'm just going to share this out loud with everybody. We can have a larger discussion and I can provide some context to some of the things that I shared in the post. Um, the post is over on Facebook. If you want to go find it, the, the link is below. You can find that post for you to be able to leverage it. But if you got questions, uh, feel free to just, you know, talk to me in the comments um, and, you know, we can we can definitely go from there. So. The first one I was talking about is uh, this one right here. Okay. The first one I said is those who want to buy will waste your time and energy. Um, I said that because here's the thing that I realized about building a business. Okay. Um, We want to build a business initially to make money because we think we have a product or a service that's going to help, you know, whoever we're trying to serve. Many people start building a business just out of trend, out of idea. They think it's great. Um, And what we don't typically do is realize that when we first launch or when we first tell people about our business or when we first like go out there and we're talking to people about our business, you know, the thing we never think about is that while we think we've got an audience and we know we think we know our customer and all those other things, you know who the first people to show interest are the people who want to buy. Yeah, they want to, but for whatever reason, they never do. And what happens is when you're first, and y'all let me know down in the comments if you've experienced this before, like you launched your business or you're in your side business right now, you're building your your business and you, you, you started and you got frustrated and you got frustrated because there were so many people interested, but they never bought from you. They never bought your product or service, but boy, do they have 101 questions, right? Some of them are valid. The majority are not really valid. They're trying to convince themselves on why they need to buy your product or service. 
And unfortunately, we spend way too much time and energy focused on people who want to buy instead of realizing that our ideal customer, you ain't got a probe, you ain't got a prompt, you ain't got to pry money out of their hands. You don't have to do any of that because when they see what you have, they realize you solve a problem that they have and they just want it. And that's the kind of buyer that you need to get to. Preferably find that buyer early as you launch your business. Too many people are getting stuck right there though, okay? So that's number one. Uh, again, this is just the truth, the 19 things that I realized, and I posted this on my Facebook group, so feel free to like, you know, the link is in the description. You can go look at these for yourself. But the first one was those who wanna buy will waste your time and energy. And I promise you, too many people are getting burned out at the start of starting their, their business because they spent all of their time on people who want to buy. And we're too busy trying to convince them. Yo, stop trying to convince people who wanna do something who just won't do it. That is not your job. Your job is not to convince them. Your job is not to try to make them want to buy it. Don't do it. If they don't want it, they don't want it. Even if they don't want to believe it themselves. And unfortunately, a lot of those times it's the people that are closest to us or nearby. They want to buy your product, but I promise you they will waste your time. Okay. Number two, got 19 of these to go. Those who need what you have are struggling to let go of, uh, of what they have to let someone else make their life better. I'm gonna state that one again. This is a business truth that I'm realizing. Those who need what you have are struggling to let go of what they do have to let someone else make their life better. This is a big one. And man, there's so many different ways and layers that I could go about this, but I'll just share simply um, in, a, in a few minutes. It is hard for most people to accept that somebody has a better answer than they have especially because they worked so hard to do whatever it is that they're doing, right? Um, people who started a business don't think they need a business coach because they're like, well, I know what I need to run my business. Okay. And so what is this called? This is called fighting for your limiting beliefs. And so if you keep fighting for them, you get to keep them. But those limiting beliefs will also keep you broke. Because some people think, well, I don't have to spend any money to make money. Okay, well, there are business coaches for a reason because maybe, just maybe, I don't know, if you hired the right business coach and whatever right is for you is whatever is right for you, but the right business coach is probably the person who's made more money than you and who probably already has tools, systems, and processes who can show you what they've used to make their business grow. Okay, so this particular one here, those who have what, uh, who need what you have are struggling to let go of what they have to let someone else make their life better. I promise you this is a personal problem. It's not yours as a business owner, but that particular issue plagues a lot of people. It plagues a lot of people. Meaning I'm so tightwad with my knowledge with how hard I've worked, with my money, with my way of thinking that I'm not willing to let it go long enough to let somebody else in and show me a better way. And here's the crazy part. I'm just gonna give you a reality. In today's world, the better way is gonna cost you financially. Whether or not you wanna accept that, that's a personal reason and that's nothing, nobody can judge that. But if you are a business person, and you are struggling in a particular area, or even if you don't have a business, 
Every product and service that you see is to serve you. How do I know this? Let's just take an example of you leaving your house. Let's say when you leave your house, you left your house because you know what? There's not enough food in my house right now for me to go uh, eat to put together a meal. So what do I do? I say, okay, I want fast food or I want a restaurant to go make my meal. Well, that means automatically I got to part ways with some money in order to for that restaurant to make me a ready-made meal. Okay, we're just going to use that as an example. Some people don't want to pay the price for the good meal that the restaurant is asking for. So you went down the street and you was like, well, I want some catfish. I want some shrimp. I, I want I want some some uh, some some uh, hush puppies to go with that. And I want a drink. But when the restaurant says that'll be, you know, twenty two thirty, you don't want to part ways with the twenty two thirty because in your mind, well, it shouldn't cost that much. Well, you didn't ask the restaurant how much it costs to, to buy that food in these current uh, inflation times and to pay the people who got to come to work to cook it and stay the long hours and keeping the lights on and the profit that they got to make off of the business. See, you don't think about that when you go through the drive through. You just think I want my, my food and you're not thinking, oh, but wait a second. There's a whole machine that has to build or that has to run in order for the pay to make this money for me. So some people are just too tight with what they want, even though they want something good. I'm hungry, but I don't want to pay the fast food place and I don't want to pay the restaurant uh, to cook me a good meal. Well, guess what? You will remain hungry or you'll just go home and cook what you want. So so it's just this understanding that like in business, your customer or your who you think is your customer, they struggle with letting go of what they have, their ego, their beliefs, their doubts or fears to let you serve them in a better way. And that is a part of the journey of marketing, of branding and everything else that I've been learning. All right, there's number two. Number three, this one is a biggie. Boy, this is a hard one. You cannot get tired of saying the same thing over and over with a million examples, with social proof and in many ways. It is a necessary part of the business. This is one that trips up so many people. They don't like this part of building a business. But can I tell you something? Can I give you a hint? That's normal. Let me ask you a question. Do you think McDonald's is tired of telling you about their two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, all in a toasted sesame seed bun? Hey, Side Business Pros, I'm happy to announce that today you can go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com and you can register for some of our more relevant topics that we are covering right now in webinar format. That's right. So if you go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now, you can register for our webinar of the four mistakes high achieving employees make when building a side business. That's right. I want to cover the stuff that I wish somebody would have told me. You can go there right now. Go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now. Register for the actual webinar. You do not want to miss it. I'm going to cover all four and show you how to avoid them. But more importantly, some things you can do on the back end. So go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now. SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now. Let's get back to the show. No, they're not tired of telling you that. They're going to keep telling it to you. They're going to always, it'll be a hundred years from now and they will still be spitting that same message. Why? Because that's a part of the business. Because yes, they've had long-term customers, 
But those long-term customers are having babies and them babies yet don't know about the Happy Meal. So guess what they got to do? Keep spitting that same message. I promise you, if you are brand new to business or you've been in business two or three years and you like, well, I'm tired of saying the same thing. I keep saying it all the time. You better get used to it because that's normal. That's the cost of business saying the same thing over and over all the time. All the time, over and over saying the same thing. Saying the same thing over and over all the time. All the time, over and over saying the same thing. It's normal. You might get tired of saying it, but here's what you got to remember. Most people heard your message one time and forgot it the same moment they heard it. The average, it takes 10 people 10, 12 times to hear what you're saying about your product or service before they even get it. So you have to be comfortable with having to say it over and over and over again. That's just a part of business. All right, let's move on to the next one. Okay, we got 19 of these. All right, number four. It takes a long time before profits become consistent. That's normal. But you cannot lower your effort or energy or input. This is a hard truth for a lot of people because they don't like accepting this about building their side business or building their full time business. You you don't get as a business owner. I don't get the luxury of saying because I'm putting all of this money in. I want to, okay, well, if ain't nothing coming in, well, then I'm going to just chill today. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to post. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. You keep doing that. Guess what happens? You are now immediately, every for every day you don't work your business, you're irrelevant to the entire world. Think about that for two seconds. For every day, you don't put in a level of energy about your business. For every day that you don't post on social media about your business. For every day that you don't help people understand how you serve people. For every day that you don't go out there and capture uh, testimonials. For every day that you don't put in the highest level of energy and effort into your business is it quickly how you will become irrelevant. Because for every day that you don't, another product or service-based company will do the same thing that you do, but acquire your customer because they were out there in front of people telling people about what they do and you weren't because you got mad because you think I'm putting in all this effort and energy and ain't no returns happening. Guess what? Oh, well. Go ask any company, go ask any, go ask the dry cleaners, go ask the current restaurant in your neighborhood, go ask uh, the, 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 the local uh, plumbing company, go ask any company, go ask the grocery store, go ask um, a local uh, restaurant, go ask any company when they first started, did the money just come in all of a sudden? It did not. So get this idea out of your head that I'm putting in all this effort and ain't nothing happening. That's normal. Now, should you be learning from your mistakes? Yes. Should you maybe tweak your approach? Yes. But that requires energy and effort. You don't get to lower your energy and effort and then get upset because ain't nobody showing up and then don't show up. Well, guess what? You will become irrelevant in today's world because at the speed at which people discover. Like, OK, all right. There's not really any new products under the sun in today's world. Now, for some people, that's scary. They're like, well, why would I start a business then? Well, I don't want to do that business because everybody's doing it. Y'all, 
There are 8 billion people on the planet. There are over, uh, I think the last stat I saw, almost 2 billion people online. So there's 8 billion people. I think it's like 2 or 3 billion people are online. Y'all tell me down in the comments, number one, is this making sense to you? Is this helpful? Number two, if y'all know what that stat is, like how many people are actually able to get online, you know, online all over the world? I think it's like 2 or 3 billion. Um, as technology gets better, as people get access to more internet, you have to focus on becoming findable. I got a, I got one about that too. But if you choose to lower your energy and effort, I'm sorry, that's nobody's fault, but your own. And just because you didn't decide to share with other people that day or that week or that month or whatever the case may be, guess what happened? That ain't everybody else's fault. That's your fault. And you got to look at it this way. The more and more humans that get online, they're looking for stuff. And whatever your product or service is, I know there's 1,200 other ones that do what you do. Well, I got some answers for that later on. But the whole point is you have to be you have to be willing to be out there. All right, let's look at the next one. Uh, what are we on? One, two, three, four. Number five. Number five. You are. 100% responsible for everything regarding that business. Nothing will ever go, will ever be ever or, I'm sorry, let me read that again. Nothing will ever, uh, well, I was trying to say is nothing will ever be anyone else's responsibility, even if you paid them. Now I said there's a lot to unpack, but that's the gist. The truth of the matter is, I'm just being straight up. I'm learning this every single day in building a business. I am 100% responsible for every thing inside and outside of my business. I'm responsible for the perception. I'm responsible for what people see. I'm responsible for what happens when they get close. I'm responsible for the experience. I'm responsible for the results that ultimately my product or service provides them when they get it. Now, even when I, I capitalize, even when I've paid them, and you might be thinking to yourself, well, that ain't my responsibility. I paid somebody to do X and the results weren't there. So is their fault? No, it's not. Because you are the one that communicated to them. You're the one that paid them. You're the one that gave them the project. If you weren't clear and not happy with the results they provided, first question, did I give them everything and did I communicate effectively enough so that they understood what I what my desired outcome was? That's a you problem. They may have delivered, but part of what they delivered is based on what you said to them, based on what you gave them. And some of us are trying to have an expensive side business, but want to be cheap when it comes to who we have do stuff for us. Stop being cheap. Stop acting like you everybody's boss. You're not. People did a job for you, but you are 100% responsible for the outcome. What am I saying? Okay, let's say you paid somebody on Fiverr uh, $200 to do like some posts or to do whatever. We'll just, take, we'll just use social media, right? So let's say you found somebody, you paid them $200 for like 10 posts and you don't like the post that they came up with. Well, here's... You got to take it. I've learned this the hard way. I got to take an internal look at what Chris did. Did Chris communicate effectively what he wanted? Did he provide examples of what he likes? Did he provide Did I provide an example to the person that I hired on Fiverr? Things that I've already posted. 
and I'm looking for this, that I provide them, that I say, hey, that I give kind of a back and forth to say, hey, you produce something, let me see it. Let me provide you feedback before we post it live. Like all of that is my responsibility, even if I paid them. If I didn't pay them, it's still my responsibility on my output. McDonald's is still responsible. Do you realize this? McDonald's, Coca-Cola, uh, Nike, Fendi, Dooney and Burke, Coach, um, uh, uh, um, uh, Louis Vuitton, all of them. Every single brand is responsible for the messaging that goes out to the world, even if they're paying a, 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 a branding company. Even if they paid a communications company, a media outlet to produce this commercial, guess what? It is, how do I know this? What happened to Budweiser when they built, um, when they did um, a, a commercial and their market went in a frenzy because they didn't like who who they, what the, uh, the commercial was about? They probably paid some outsourced company to produce the, the reel. They may have not produced that in-house, but guess who took the brunt? Budweiser. If Disney puts out something that the market puts uh, doesn't agree with, guess what? They're not saying, oh, let me go find the company and blame the company that we did to create the commercial or the, the ad or whatever that the company. Nope, everybody just blames Disney. Hey, Side Business Pros, I'm happy to announce that today you can go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com and you can register for some of our more relevant topics that we are covering right now in webinar format. That's right. So if you go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now, you can register for our webinar of the four mistakes high achieving employees make when building a side business. That's right. I want to cover the stuff that I wish somebody would have told me. You can go there right now. Go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now. Register for the actual webinar. You do not want to miss it. I'm going to cover all four and show you how to avoid them. But more importantly, some things you can do on the back end. So go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now. SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now. Let's get back to the show. So my point is you are responsible for everything. You don't get to skirt around everything. All right. That's number five. All right. Number six. This is a big one. Most people around you not building a, uh, most of the people around you not building a business, you have to talk to less about what you're doing. It will feel like isolation, but if you find communities of others building a business, it will get better. This is a hard truth that I have learned in building a business. Most of the people, as you start building out your business, are the wrong people to talk to about building a business because they are not building one. Yes, I'm talking about your family. <laughs> I'm talking about my family. I'm talking about people that I love, that I've grown up with, that, that know me inside and out or used to know me then. I love them. But when it comes to business conversation, it has to be very little. Almost zero. Because they are not in the process right now of building a business. That's not a knock on them, by the way. It doesn't mean that they're you're up here and they're down here. No, what it simply means is you've got to be, I had to make a conscious effort to spend more time around people who have built businesses than I do my own family at times. That's a decision my wife and I made. That doesn't make my family wrong. That doesn't mean they're just 
oh, well, they're not this. No, it's not a it's not a pompous attitude. It's just saying that getting advice from people. I need if I got a problem with my heart. The last person I need to be getting advice from is my family that don't have heart problems or somebody down the street and talking to Roscoe and Roscoe don't know nothing about healthy. I don't care that Roscoe eats and juices every single day. Roscoe ain't a doctor who's done heart work before. I need to go talk to a doctor. I love Roscoe. I know he juices <laughs> and I know he's been studying wildly online and done his own thing. But Roscoe ain't a doctor, man. I need to learn and I got to get around people who know what they do. I'm going to tell you all right now. If you've had a problem or if you've been feeling frustrated and you feel isolated because every time you talk to your family or those friends who aren't building a business and you kind of feel like, man, like I'm frustrated when I talk to them. You're talking to the wrong people. That's why. And 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 you isolate yourself and you want to blame them as the problem. They're not the problem. They're just not building a business right now in their life. When they start building a business, you can talk to them. But I would highly suggest I don't care if you five years in love your family. I'm I'm privileged, I will say I am blessed that I get to work with my wife and that we're building business together. That don't always happen in every couple's relationship, in every marriage. Okay. But it's got, it's a lot of give and take, right? I love my, my mama, but I don't talk a lot of business with my mama because she's not building a business. I can share with her what might be going on, but even me sharing what her was going on, she doesn't have a big risk tolerance. She's never spent the money that we spent on, on certain things when it comes to business. So to her, she would come from her, her fear of, of her fear advice to me will basically cause me to lose my business if I followed it. See what I'm saying? Because if I let her voice be the biggest influence to me, and I'm just giving y'all my truth as I've been building business and I'm learning, right? Leave me a comment down below as you're watching, uh, you know, if you've dealt with this before. But getting advice from your family while you're building a business and they ain't never built one, I'm talking about a successful one. And I don't, and listen, I get it. A lot of businesses fail. But a lot of people fail because they didn't even stick with it long enough for it to make money. And stick with it does not have a time limit. It's been people, man, it took them 10 years before they turned a profit. You willing to stick that long? Some people don't have the stomach for that. And it's okay. In this world of get rich quick, um, it's possible to get rich quick but it's got to be based on systems and tools and, and automation that actually works. All right. So that's number six. All right. Let's move on. Uh, number seven. You need to make networking a part of your weekly activities per the point above when it comes to you feeling isolated because you want to talk to your family about business, but they can't help you. <laughs> so what's the solution? The next one, which is. You've got to make networking a part of your weekly activities. What does that mean? Y'all listen, I know you building a business and I know you whoever. And I know you post online all the time about how, you know, I'm a business owner now and that's cute and that's great. And I love you for it. But if you're hanging around people and you are spending the majority of your time around a bunch of people who are beginners, I'm going to ask you to talk to somebody who's been three or five years in. And start making that more of the time that you spend and around with people 
than talking around a bunch of beginners. Go talk to somebody who's making about $100,000 a year in their business, in their side business. Get around some people who are actually making a profit so that you can talk to people who are profiting from their business as opposed to talking to a bunch of people who ain't never made no money from their business. It'll be a different level of conversation. Will it challenge you? Yes. Will it feel different? Absolutely. But it will help you long-term when it comes to networking. Most people think networking is go to these networking events and just talk and gain uh, It's transactional conversations. No, I don't do a lot of that. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't spend my time in a room full of people who are all just trying to have transactional conversations. I pay to get in the rooms that I'm in. And I pay good money. But I'm around people that make millions. Because Chris trying to make millions. See what I'm saying? It's different. It's levels to this. So I just highly encourage you. You need to make networking a part of your weekly activities. Expand your networking conversations. Stop just having the same conversations and stop thinking that somebody's going to do for you um, and build your business for you. They're not. They got their own business. They're busy. All right. Next one. Don't be fancy with your business. Be creative. There's a big difference. I'm going to state that one again. Don't be fancy with your business. You got to be creative. There's a big difference. Now, what does that mean? I've learned, man, the last three years for sure. There are other people building uh, coaching businesses. Chris, there are other people who are building um, uh, communities. Chris, there are other people who've got other products and services. Chris, there are other people who are doing health and wellness. Chris, there are other people who are helping people build their business. Chris, there are other people who have, you know, businesses built for doctors, businesses all completely online. There are other people who are building businesses online. Y'all, I ran into somebody who's making $50 million a year and I'm getting a chance to learn from this woman. And I'm like, but she's just teaching people how to do the game in real estate. How is she doing that? Let me tell you what I realized. They're not fancy. They're just very creative. And some of us may say, you know what? Well, Chris, I ain't that creative. I'm going to tell you right now. You actually are. But what you do as creativity, you think is dumb because you're too busy comparing your creativity to what you watch on social media. You're too busy comparing your creativity to one person who got nine people on their team making all their content for them. Stop. You're going to drive yourself crazy because I did. Before, yo, let me tell y'all something. Before, like, I would have these great, like, I'm, this is, I'm going to tell you about me and you tell me down in the comments if this has been you before. You get a great idea. I would get these great ideas. I'm like, oh, I'm going to post this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to say this and I'm going to put it in the post. And then I did the cardinal rule that's a death trap. You know what I did? I get on social media. I grab my phone, right? And I'm like, oh, I go to Instagram. And then all of a sudden I scroll and I see somebody else's post. And I'm like, dang, that was good. Then I scroll a little bit more and I see somebody else post. And I'm like, oh, that was really good. I look at somebody else real and I'm like, dang, I want my real to look like that. Then I look at, and by the time it's time for me to post my joint, I'm out of the energy now. Why? Because I let, I compared what I was about to do 
to what somebody with a whole team and a strategy is doing. And I won't even post the little I can do from where I sit. And I learned to turn that part off and just do what I can do from where I sit, from what I can control. So that's why when y'all see my social media, it ain't all fancy. Everything you see me post is from right here in my office with a cell phone or my desktop. That's it. And guess what? I'm not trying to be fancy. You know what's cool about that? While other people are trying to decide what they go and post, Kristen posts 10 pieces of content across four different platforms. So when you see that Chris has 300 videos on YouTube, when you see I've got over 30,000 followers on Instagram, when you see I got over 6,000 people following me on uh, LinkedIn, it's not because, dang, Chris just, no. Go look at how much I post. And I ain't trying to be fancy. I'm trying to get the message out quick as fast as I can. This post that we're talking about right now, this post right here, y'all, was from, guess where I was today? I'm gonna be real with y'all. Where was Chris when he came up with this post? I'm standing in the AT&T store, getting a number ported over from my iPad because I closed out one account and moved it over to our business account. And guess what? While I stood in the AT&T store waiting for them to finish, I wrote a whole post with 19 points, sharing my thoughts and my ideas about business as I see it over the last five years. The things that Chris has learned. And I went ahead and put it out there. I ain't trying to be fancy. I'm being creative and I'm getting and I'm doing it. And what I want to encourage you to do is that you do the same. All right. Okay. That was that one. Okay, so don't be fancy with your business. Be creative. All right, there's a big difference. Here's another one. Resourcefulness will become will uh, will become your make or break in business. Resourcefulness. Resourcefulness. What do I mean by that, y'all? I'm learning some big lessons that yo. Um, instead of scrolling through social media and getting discouraged because you watch other people do what they doing on social media, why don't you? Why don't you change that 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 sound for a second? Why don't you say, "Huh? Okay, I see what they're doing. What can I do with what I have today, y'all?" Okay, this little device. People are making millions off of just posting on a cell phone. It's not about some glorious thing. It's just that they're willing to do more than you are right now. I'm willing to post more of my ideas, my thoughts, what's happening in my life, um, how I see stuff, um, um, all those things. I'm willing to post more of that than most people. I heard a stat recently about podcasts. This blew me away. There are over 4 million podcasts out there right now. 4 million. And some people will say, well, dang, I don't want to start no podcast because everybody got one. Okay. The other B part to that stat is of the 4 million or so all, uh, uh, odd uh, uh, podcasts that are out there, only about a million of them have more than, listen to this, 
I think it's like 20 or 30 actual episodes. Listen to how crazy that is. Eight million podcasts. <laughs> only a few million have actually an, uh, episodes of at least 20 to 30 episodes. I That means Chris's podcast, the Grow Your Side Business podcast, is in the top maybe 7% of podcasts because I have over 200 episodes posted. Think about that for two seconds. Are all of them good audio? No. Are all of them uh, content that everybody wants? No. Did all of them go according to plan? No. Did some of them cut out because the audio messed around and didn't sync? Yes. But I have them and some other people don't. So it bodes well in my favor long term for discoverability. Why? Because I got more content than while other people thinking about what they're going to make, I make more. Right. So that, that's the whole point of that, of, of what I posted there. You got to be resourceful, y'all. I have posted episodes using the audio from my phone. I was somewhere, thought of an idea, and I was like, yo, um, uh, let me share with this. Hey, welcome to the Grow Your Side Business Podcast. I'm out here in Mexico right now. Let me share this. And I just upload it. I ain't trying to be fancy, y'all. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to keep it going so that when somebody does discover what I do, guess what? They got a ton of content, right? Okay. So use what you have. Stop saying what you can't do. That's the whole point of that one. All right. This one is a biggie. All right. If you are not willing to think, you will not have a business long-term. This one right here is a hard lesson that I'm having to swallow every single day. If you are not willing to think, Leo, I, so I, uh, okay, uh, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a real life example, y'all. I'm giving you stuff from my life just because these are the things that I walk around thinking about all the time. Um, one day in a conversation, I happened to say, um, success is a thinking man's game. And everybody was like, oh, that's good. And then I just kept saying it everywhere I would go. I would say it. I would show up somewhere here. I'll say it. Get on my podcast. I say it. Get in front of somebody else's podcast. I say it. I get on YouTube. I say it. I post about it. I, I kept saying it to the point. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I need to go patent that. I need to trademark that saying. So guess what I did? Somebody gave me the idea. I was on a clubhouse like two years ago and somebody's like, Chris, did you trademark that? And I was like, no. They was like, Chris, you better go trademark that. That's really good. I now own two years later the, the trademark, the copyright to success is the thinking man's game. Hey, Side Business Pros, I'm happy to announce that today you can go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com and you can register for some of our more relevant topics that we are covering right now in webinar format. That's right. So if you go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com right now, you can register for our webinar of the four mistakes high achieving employees make when building a side business. That's right. I want to cover the stuff that I wish somebody would have told me. You can go there right now go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now register for the actual webinar you do not want to miss and i'm going to cover all four and show you how to avoid them but more importantly some things you can do on the back end so go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now let's get back to the show here's what i'm realizing 
It's not that people are smarter than you. Y'all, I have run into people in overalls. Big gut, ain't nothing wrong if you got a gut, a gut life stand up, right? But big gut overalls and a pair of dirty pants and they making almost half a million dollars a year. And I'm looking at some of these people going, how? Because, you know, unfortunately, perception is reality. So I'm judging them. Yes, I've judged them. You do too. So don't like say nothing crazy. Why are you watching this? But listen, I judge them because I'm thinking to myself, he ain't half as smart as me. He ain't do. But you know what the difference is? He's thought about it. She thought about it. She spent time writing her ideas down and executing on those ideas and testing and learning and testing and learning and testing and failing and failing and failing. Get a win here. Fail, 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 fail. Get another win. Fail, learn, fail, learn until it worked. And what I realized is the only difference between somebody who's successful and winning and the person who's not is who's willing to think the longest and the hardest. Because success is a thinking man's game. Success is a thinking woman's game. I don't care how you slice it. Go, I tell you what, you want to know if success is a thinking man or woman's game? Go ask anybody in your neighborhood, in your town about their business. And here's the question I want you to ask them. If they've had their business for more than five or 10 years, just go ask them this one question. If you want to know if success is a thinking man or woman's game, Ask them this. Go ask the person who owns the dry cleaners because it's a million of dry cleaners around the world. How did they keep theirs for 10 years? It's a million uh, uh, restaurants. How is it the restaurant in your neighborhood is still open 10 years later? How? Because they thought about it. They were like, wait a second. I got to offer something unique. I got to go the extra mile. Okay. Everybody got a dry cleaners, but you know what? I ain't never, I don't see a lot of people doing. I don't see them using direct mail. I'm going the direct mail route. And guess what? They were able to garner a corner of the market by going direct mail. Oh, you know what? Don't nobody know about my restaurant. So you know what? I'm a partner with uh, um, the department store down the street. I'm going to give out samples down at the strip mall. I'm a they just started thinking, y'all. And some of the hardest work we will ever do is think. And I'm just learning that. You got to think. All right. All right. Next one. Next one I put on this list. This was a short one. It's just real. I don't think it needs a lot of explanation, but this is hard, y'all. Toughen up. Okay? It's hard. I don't need to explain that. But this, saying you're going to start a business and put your name out there on the line, it's not hard because of the business being hard. It's hard because of the mental exertion that it takes to build a profitable business. And most of us don't want to take, don't want to uh, put in the work or pay down the dumb taxes, Alex Hermosi would say, long enough for it to work. So, okay, I don't need to cover that one, but that one is up there because it's, it's important because it's something I'm learning. Okay, next one. Your real customer, this, this one is, okay, I'm gonna have to unpack this one. Your real customer is so, might be so far away from you, okay? They may be, pretty far away from you, your real customer, meaning the customer that you ultimately really are going to serve might not be close to you. Okay. In location and in habits and behaviors, but it's your job to make you and your business findable to them. This, this is a hard truth that I'm learning. Okay. Listen, 
your I'm talking about the real customer, meaning the so remember the first one that I said, those who want to buy uh you will waste your time and energy. Well, this is why I said down here, your real customer may be so far away, meaning by location and habits and behaviors. But it's our job as business owners to make myself Chris Williams and the Grow Your Side Business and Side Business Masterclass program findable to them. So what does that mean? That means I got to be findable on social media. I got to post relevant stuff. I got to, I love what was said. Um, I was in a conversation and this was so good. Um, you have to crawl into the imagination of your ideal client and pull out the things that they're thinking so that they go, he or she understands me. That's why I'm buying from her. People don't just buy. The only reason why people buy is because they want to. You got to make them want to buy it from you. There's a ton of, uh, 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 you know, sporting stores, but Dick Sporting Goods is basically putting information out there to make you go, no, come buy it from us though. I know you can go get your tennis rackets. I know you can go get your pickleball. I know you can go get your, your weight set. I know you can go get your barbells. I know you can go get your workout gear from, from Walmart, Target, from, from another store. I know you can go everywhere else and get one, but Dick Sporting Goods is saying, come buy it from me. We got the best. Even though those same products could be everywhere else. But Dick Sporting Goods has crafted a message that makes people go walk into Dick Sporting Goods. When you first think about sporting gear, you don't think Walmart. Most people. When you think about, most people think, oh, snap, I'm, I'm going to go over to Dick Sporting Goods. I'm going to buy what I need. Right? So that's how people think. But they've made it. Of when, Ladies, ladies, tell me if I'm telling the truth. When it comes to makeup, you don't think Walmart to buy makeup from. You don't think Walmart, you think an Ulta, you think in a Mac counter, you're thinking um, your, your favorite online brand, right? Because they've done a good job of saying, I know you can get makeup from everywhere, but come buy it from us. And they're on your social media. Every time you look up, if you, if you put in makeup on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, everything that pops up is every person saying, buy it from me. All right. So you got to make yourself findable. That's one of the truths. OK. All right. Here's the next one. Don't get stuck celebrating wins. It will keep you from moving forward. Y'all, um, I won't quote the number. OK, I'm not going to quote the number of uh, of what we what we made one month um, in one of our side businesses. But it was a big number. One month we made we made some money. In fact, leading up to that check, we were making dough at that point. And I remember getting that check. and I'm ecstatic. I'm like, yo, we are winning and we're winning big right now. And my wife, who's been a business owner for a very long time. She wasn't trying to celebrate that check. In fact, she rarely celebrated that check. Literally the same day my wife was thinking about what we needed to do with all of that money. And in my mind, I'm like, yes, we here. Like, yo, we made it. And my wife was like, 
man, please, let me transfer this money. Let's go. And I'm like, no, like I'm tripping out, right? But it's because if you celebrate that, you're not going to move forward because you're going to be living off of that moment, right? So go to the next one. The opposite is also true. Don't get stuck and upset about losses because the same is also true. You'll get, it will keep you from moving forward. Yo, building a business, you gonna have some losses. And guess what? Everybody got a price to pay. Everybody. In business, we all have a price to pay. No one is excluded from the price to pay when it comes to building a business. Nobody. But you got to pay it because of cost, right? But don't get stuck at the cost of what it of what it costs you. Um, I was watching an interview that Steve Harvey did recently, and it was dope because Steve Harvey was talking about how, like, listen, man, he done lost marriages, lost relationship with his kids, uh, lost friends, uh, everything. Lost a lot. He lost a lot of himself getting to become a hundred million dollar man. But guess what? He the hundred million dollar man. Okay. Right. So it's going to cost you, but don't get stuck at the cost. Right. All right. Let's move to the next one. I heard this one. This is not mine. This is one that I heard uh, from someone else, but be patient with your growth, your goals, but aggressive with your daily activity. Okay. Um, I've learned that my Chris's form of lazy falls in the daily activity. I can come up with big goals. Um, I had to get better at the pace at which I was willing to run um, on the daily. So I could come up with the goal. I knew, I know like, yo, I want to get this. I want to do that. I want to have this. But I was lazy on the daily activity. And that's where I got to be aggressive. Don't be aggressive on having these big goals. If you can't be, a, you need to be aggressive on the activity, the grind, the work, the mundane parts of your business. Yeah, answering complaints. Answering the same question over and over, regardless of whether you like it or not. Stating the same message over and over, regardless of whether you like it or not. That's the stuff that you gotta, you gotta get really good at. All right, next one. We almost at the end, y'all. This is a good one. This is just the best practice that I've realized. Um, it's helped me out a lot. So hopefully this will help you. Get away from your regular place you work. Go to another place. Go get an Airbnb. Go to the library to work. Um, go in a hall, like at a college somewhere, wherever. I don't care. Whatever you got access to. But get, like, if you work always at your kitchen table, get out. Get away from that kitchen table at all, every now and then, right? Switching environments is mentally healthy. It is, y'all. If you like, if, if you don't work outside often, just go work outside. Go sit on your back porch, right? Like, but go somewhere often. Go somewhere different. Um, people burn out because of many reasons, but I realized the times where I burned out and I just didn't want to do. And I'm gonna tell you what how burnout happens, y'all. This is crazy. Burnout's not happening because um, there's not a lot to do. Burnout happens because we we don't want to keep paying the cost because of the activity, because of the intensity that it takes. And sometimes get go get in a different environment, man. If you got other friends building a business, um, how about every week you just get with them and y'all just talk shop? No laptops, no, y'all just let me bounce some ideas off you. Let me talk to you about what I'm doing. 
but we're not going to do it at my house. We're going to go to the local eatery, right? We're going to get some chicken wings. We're going to sit down. Like you got to get into a different environment as you are building your business. Like I build my business primarily here in my office, but I love it when my wife and I go take a trip to like a small getaway. I love that. My wife is king, queen, and princess of booking a short getaways and we go work in those places. And I get a lot done when I just go get away for a little bit, right? So make that a best practice, y'all. Get away um, at time to time and go build your business. All right, next one. I got this one from my wife. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me break this one down. My wife gave me this one. This one's dope. Everyone has an I quit level. So what, you know, your I quit level will be tested and should start moving back over time. What is an I quit level? An I quit level basically says... Every single one of us will quit on something that we're doing if pushed. And, and okay, how many, okay, here's the question. How many businesses have you started? How many things did you start and stop because it got too hard? Because you don't like the questions, because it took too much thinking, because it costs more money than you thought up front, because uh, ain't nobody buying, Be whatever. Whatever your reasons that happened, what my wife asked our team one time, and this was dope. And she said, what is your I quit level? Is it, is it 15 no's? Is it a hundred no's? Is it 2000 no's? What, whatever your I quit level is going to get tested and tested and tested and tested and tested. Is, is your I quit? I ain't made no money in six months. Oh, cause guess what? In real estate, people don't like to talk about that. Man, let me, let me, let me go full screen here real quick. Let me, I'm going to give you all a nasty truth about real estate that don't nobody like talking about. I know you watching the trends in real estate. I know you seeing what people are making. And I know they like to tell you about the results. Guess what? No agent is talking about. And my wife talks about this all the time. No agent is talking about the gap between them commission checks. They don't want to talk to you about that. You know what an agent, you know what happened on social media? They'd be talking like, oh, I just closed the deal, $20,000. This thing is up. We live in. They, between the holding cost of that property that they got for $20,000, what are holding costs? The mortgage, the lights, keeping the lawn mowed, um, the, the, every, everything that it costs while people are viewing that home to see if they want to buy it. All of that could have added up to $20,000. But then people will show you that one check and be talking, oh, I made $20,000 off this property. They don't tell you how long they had it. They don't tell you how much it costs to uh, actually rehab the property. They don't talk about um, the holding costs that it took before it sold. They don't like to talk about that. They don't like to talk about how long it took nine months before that property sold. Don't nobody want to talk about that. They just want to show you a $20,000 check. Well, but it costs you really about $45,000. So really, you ain't even break even when you finally sold the property. Don't nobody want to talk about that side. So what happens is a lot of people that dive into real estate don't like to talk about the gap between starting, how much money it took up front, and how long it's going to take before you actually start making some money. Don't nobody want to talk about that part, though. So my point to you is everybody got an I quit level, man. Hey, Side Business Pros, I'm happy to announce that today you can go to SideBusinessMasterclass.com and you can register for some of our more relevant 
topics that we are covering right now in webinar format. That's right. So if you go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now, you can register for our webinar of the four mistakes high achieving employees make when building a side business. That's right. I want to cover the stuff that I wish somebody would have told me. You can go there right now. Go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now. Register for the actual webinar. You do not want to miss it. I'm going to cover all four and show you how to avoid them. But more importantly, some things you can do on the back end. So go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now. Sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now. Let's get back to the show. If you're really serious about building your business, it's going to get tested every single day. Trust me, I know. And guess what? It should move back. If your I quit level is 30 days, 90 days, a year, it should start pushing back about a year and a half, two years, three years. You should be like, no, I'm in this, right? I'm in this. I've been doing podcasting for five years running. Five years, y'all. I ain't no big time name. I ain't plastered everywhere. It's all good. I'm gonna keep doing it. It's all good, right? So, all right. Next one. It's not that, this is a good one. It's not that people don't want you to succeed. They can only see your success through their perception of it. And it will vary widely depending on who you talk to. Y'all, this is a truth that I have been learning and having to accept every single day as I've been building a business. I used to blame and get mad at people when they would talk to me about how they see uh, my success. I used to get mad. I used to feel like they don't understand me. I used to like get this arrogant attitude when somebody would talk to me about how they saw What I never took into account is everybody's version of success is different. Because some of them are living successfully through social media. Some of them are living successfully vicariously through other people on social media. Some of them consider success just keeping the lights on. Some people's version of success is, oh, as long as I got my bills paid, I'm good. Some people's levels of success is, I like taking a trip every year around the world with my family. Some like every, it's gonna vary wildly depending on who you talk to. So what I've learned to do is I realize it's not that people don't want me to have what I, you know, the ultimate goal when they're talking to me about how they see me being successful in this business or not, meaning they might say something negative. They can only see it through wherever they are. If they had a business before and it failed and they vowed to themselves, they'll never start another business again. You know, they are the most dangerous people to talk to about yours. You know why? Because every single person that they talk to, they're talking from their inner vow that they will never start a business. So you start in your business, they're going to they gonna tell you all the reasons why you shouldn't and everything that went wrong when they built theirs. And that's going to start seeping into your, your psyche. Unfortunately, that happens to too many people, right? All right, so let's get to the next one. Last one of this one is important. This is what I've realized We're on the 19th realization that I've had over the last five years of building a business. People with money love seeing you grow and win. People without a lot of money will question your moves and investments. Please 
For your sanity's sake, be mindful of this. Listen, y'all. Um, I have <laughs> mentally cut people off and 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 moved people to a distance, a far distance, when I start listening to how they talk about money. They don't even know that I've distanced themselves or them from me. But I, this is what I realized. I, I did a post um, at the beginning of the year about rich people, why rich people suck. Because I <laughs> because I had this realization, the more rich people I hang around, they are literally rooting for me. They trying to help me in every way. Rich people, I call, they, they call, they see me doing something like, yo, that's great. Rich people got money. They're like, yo, the more rich people I talk to and, and get to know and really get to know them like on a personal level, they want me to win. But if I keep talking to people who don't have a lot of money, they questioning every single thing that I do. Not from a perspective of saying I'm trying to help you think through it. Why are you doing that? Why you pay that kind of money to be over there? Why you? Why would you pay somebody to be in that room? Why would you? Why would y'all go over there? Why y'all hanging with those people? What you doing over there? Why you? And I realized real quick. Oh, it's just because you ain't got none. Not judging people, meaning wherever you are when you talk about money to them, if they're tightwads with their money, if they don't invest, if they don't see money as a tool to be used. If they see money as something to abhorred, if they own a savings plan, whatever their, you know, whatever their modus operandi is around money, if they fear money so that it rejects them, they repel it. There's a lot of different ways. If you want to know about the people around you and how they think about money, just have a money conversation and just listen from now on. Don't talk. Ask questions. Don't judge. Don't judge them. They're not wrong. You're not better than them. I'm not better than people. But I do realize the way you talk about money really helps me understand on what level of relationship we gonna have. How much access I'm gonna give you to me. And that's real talk. That I can guarantee you. It's gonna be real small because I just realized, Chris, if you keep talking to people, who have a very limited view about money, you will have 100% of what they got. Nothing. So I've got to be willing to stretch myself beyond, you know, the pale, right? I've got to. I got to be willing to stretch myself and go, no, nah, Chris, you got to learn something different. Chris, you got to do. Chris, you got to be willing to. Mm -mm, don't listen to that stuff. Right. So anyway, y'all, I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, feel free to leave me a comment. Tell me which of these 19 stuck out to you. Right. Um, go read the post. The post is, uh, you know, either up or below this one. Right. But go, go, go through it yourself. But I want to come on here live, man, and share with you. If you love this, um, I'm glad you did. I hope, but use it. Like, don't just love it. You, you take the parts that made sense to you and apply them to your own life, man. Go take some serious Massive action to apply to you today. Thank you so much. Uh, man, y'all have a great, incredible day. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. 
Hey, Side Business Pros, I'm happy to announce that today you can go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com and you can register for some of our more relevant topics that we are covering right now in webinar format. That's right. So if you go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now, you can register for our webinar of the four mistakes high achieving employees make when building a side business. That's right. I want to cover the stuff that I wish somebody would have told me. You can go there right now. Go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now. Register for the actual webinar. You do not want to miss it. I'm going to cover all four and show you how to avoid them. But more importantly, some things you can do on the back end. So go to sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now. Sidebusinessmasterclass.com right now. Let's get back to the show.